listening to the Cock and Bull Podcast, a weekly comedy and history podcast where once every, I wish I had it like preloaded, what's 24 times 7? 24, that's, uh, god damn it, math, we just did a math Math episode. was last episode. <laughs> no. Every seven days, every week, my older brother and I talk about a unbelievable story that is true, featuring people, I, god damn it, I was, I, I was it's on shapes. a- there's also there's shapes. Streak of one. Colors. We're joined once again by David Painter. By the way, I'm Spencer Faust. My older brother here is Nathan Faust. Hi. Both of you, sound off. Hey. And let's just dive right in because I believe uh, in a swift backbreaking. On okay. March 31st, 1926, Harold Nathan Brownhut was born in Memphis, Tennessee. No name recognition, I'm noticing. I've... Uh, well, yeah, no, oh, no, no, all the, f- yeah, no, I'm very familiar with the Brown Hut family. Fucking course not. Memphis, Tennessee, because no matter how hard I try to stay away from America, I cannot help myself. Uh, just, right. uh-huh, yeah, we all come back, just like you go back to Germany where you can't pronounce the names. <laughs> he would spend most of his early life in New York. Uh, he was raised Jewish, and that's uh, just about all anybody felt like documenting about this dude's early life. <laughs> His name is Brown Hunt and Jewish in New York. All right. Yeah. Trust me, one one of those parts is going to become very relevant later. This is where you get out your cock and bull bingo card. I was about to say, I was like, oh, can can I put a guess as to which one? (laughs) Harold's personality was, um, let's just call it ambitious. Showman-esque. Oh, God. He liked to race dirt bikes under the name The Green Helmet, uh, he reveled in a personality, uh, being a character, um, and when he wasn't being a character, he was promoting people, running people's careers, sort of like a Eugene Landy, but for actual entertainers. Uh, he was an event manager and a talent agent for a man who could dive 60 feet into one foot of water. Did, yeah. did, did he really like kosher cheeseburger? I'm going to wager he did. I'm going to wager he was all up on it. I'm going to go ahead and say that we just got done with our math episode, so I'm real up on the numbers thing. Uh, how do you dive <laughs> 60 feet into tw- one foot of water? <laughs> You're going to have to watch him do it because I really can't explain it. He's just like a pudgy 60-year-old man who dives many feet into very little water. You said, but you said a foot. And so this is the sticking point. Yeah. Is you said 60 feet, but there's only a foot. So... Yeah. So he like fans out. I guess he makes himself very wide and then uh dissipate. I don't know something spe- like that. Okay, I I, I want to watch the practice sessions for this. Uh huh. <laughs> uh huh. So Spencer, all I keep hearing Spencer is I, I'm just imagining a one foot pool, and then you're just telling me the man turns into like an octopus and like gets like real flat and then gets wavy. But I don't understand how he burrows through the earth out of this one foot pool. <laughs> Is this like a riddle where the pool's really one foot wide? I was about to say, is it, is it, it, was, it was ice, and he, he hung himself on the ice cube. Uh, by the way, the real sticking point is he could do this more than once. I was about to say, this, oh my god. It's, it's like the arch parachute, but he didn't die. Not dead. Oh. And when Harold was coming of age, hitting his entrepreneurial 20s, uh, the baby boom was happening. So he so so he so he fucked a lot and had a lot of children. I'm confused as to how these two are going to become. Not quite. Related. Not quite. Um, he was becoming a businessman around the time of the baby boom, and this is that golden age when you could make a fortune, appealing to the stupid amount of kids being born. So toys, comic books, cartoons. That's when all this stuff came. When all the kids were coming out. Hey guys, uh, if you want to listen to more times about how obnoxious people got rich exploiting other people's unpaid labor, listen to Mark's Madness, the other yeah, podcast that be a Ooh, crossover plug, available now on fine podcast God damn it, everywhere. now you've put a timer. Now I actually have to release the goddamn thing. God damn it. 
Enjoy. Harold got into the invention game pretty early in life, amassing over 195 patents before he died. Good lordy! Yeah. A lot of little things, and you'd probably recognize some of them, if not most. Did he invent the pet rock? Is this, is this gonna be the Blamo dude? <laughs> yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah, Harold was behind everything from X-ray specs oh God. to amazing hair-raising monsters to crazy crabs. What? To whoa, whoa! <laughs> pause, pause, pause! He invented STDs. <laughs> <laughs> he invented some crazy crabs, invisible goldfish. Oh. Uh... Whoa, no, no, no. Oh, yeah, no, that's yeah. a punk. That's Hold punked. Hold on. <laughs> invisible goldfish is better than the pet rock. That's I mean invisible anything is goddamn. That's imagine <laughs> you literally just sold a kid. That invisible goldfish is what poor people got their kids for as a fucking pet. What did you get? Oh, we I got, got you the invisible goldfish. They're in there. Look at them go. <laughs> We've gotta jump back to it before we lose the thread. Crazy crabs, I realized later when researching, just hermit crabs. They're just hermit crabs. <laughs> So what? He rebranded. Patent an animal. That's like saying I patented dogs. <laughs> How did he do and that? <laughs> perhaps most notably, sea monkeys. God, I was literally about to say, what did you just take Brian Shrimp and call them sea monkeys? Go fuck yourself. Are you kidding me? Let's talk about sea monkeys. They're a, they're a cultural icon now. But I believe have lost the spotlight somewhere in the past 20 years or so. To the point that most of these... They lost the plot sometime after the Brady Bunch went off the air. (laughs) So so most of these goddamn Gen Zers on their Instagrams and and Snapchats and their Bowsette porn probably wouldn't remember them. Oh, goddamn. I'm imagining Austin Powers being redone and they're adding a line like, Where the hell is the Sea Monkeys, baby? (laughs) Sea Monkeys are my bag. So for those of also that one episode of South Park where the sea mo- like the sea people that was actually a decent episode of South Park where they, uh, but I think they thought the sea monkeys were made out of human semen. Never mind, it was a bad episode. It was, uh, never mind, never mind. Yeah. So I forgot. I was like, wait, this one. Oh, no, it's problematic. It's you qualified bad. that with South Park. I did. I did. Sea monkeys popped up around the mid fifties, and they were this hybrid toy and pet gimmick where you'd mail in a coupon, and for a dollar twenty five, you'd get a mini aquarium two packets, and a boatload of disappointment, usually. <laughs> was this like when a dollar twenty-five was really $150? I don't... <laughs> yes, it was. It was an obscene amount of money. You'd... We we need we need 60 cents, we're gonna buy us a ball. <laughs> <laughs> like, like that. it was a dollar, and you paid 25 cents shipping and handling, so it really fucked you on it. Shipping and handling um, for your pet, guys. We're gonna mail you your pet in a packet. This will end well. And that's part of what made it so unique. See, so you'd fill up the container with tap water, uh, you'd dump in one packet, which was to purify the water, and then 24 hours later, which is an eternity for a child, uh, you would dump in the second packet, and the second packet, within just a, quote, a fifth of a microsecond, to quote Braun Hutt, um, would magically conjure up your beautiful little sea monkeys. Uh, so this man, this man basically said, I'm selling you powdered human life. I am unto a god. <laughs> yeah, uh, his also, exact verbiage would be brought I'm not, I, I did not have sea monkeys, so I can't speak to it, but uh, I know myself you, as a child. You really didn't have sea monkeys in my <laughs> I really, I, I, really, I really didn't. Uh, we every, grew up destitute, really. Every, it was a shame. Every single kid ripped open both packets of Portman at the exact same time. Oh, Don't fucking lie. They all oh, did it at the same time. This is like the ramen noodles with the little onion thing. Oh, they just go in it's there. all in there together. <laughs> Ads for these things were all over comic books. 
which were generally ignored by advertisers at the time, since TV was taking off and that thing was obviously a money-printing machine. Yep, yep, um, all makes sense. So Brown Hut sinks $3 million of comic book ads into sea monkeys. Hold on. Hold on. Let's do some let's do some quick math, guys. They sold for they sold for a dollar twenty-five a piece. How many of these motherfuckers did he have to sell to even break even on that investment? Wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before we do any of this math, we we gotta clean up all the semen that Stan Lee just ejaculated because holy fuck. Personally bought Stanley a pile of cocaine that he has not gone through to this day. He is still whittling away at that pile, giant Jackson cheese style. Just oh, Brown Brown Hut is one of the only names his dementia-addled brain can get off to it's anymore. All Excelsior just... Brown Hut. <laughs> Judy, so, where's my giant rail? Just, so ah. the and the ads were painted. With these, like, I, they actually got a, a, an artist from D.C. to make them, uh, and, it, and it painted oh, them as these... For $3 million, like, dollars, they could have paid an artist to D.C. to, like, get naked and be the model for it, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> they were these, like, for $3 million, they could have, like, rose, risen Francisco Goya from the dead. Just, <laughs> ah, they could have black sea monkeys. They could have done Aquaman. <laughs> they could have gotten Aquaman. And they they really were like Aquaman Aqu- I think, Sea Monkey crossover. Oh my god! I swear the the artist for Aquaman actually drew these, and they were these pink fish sea people, and they looked like a like happy little atomic family underground that you know probably hates the blacks next door. Um, oh. And <laughs> I and I'm saying this from visual memory because Brittany and I were at a uh, uh, antique store a couple days ago because I'm 80, and um, <laughs> I I walked by a stack of old comics. I picked one up. Turned it over, and on the back of this Archie comic, sure enough, was one of these Sea Monkey ads. They were everywhere. For $3 million, they might as well have been on everything ever printed. <laughs> At that time, again, $1.25 is a lot of money, and you spent $3 million advertising brine shrimp. People talk about buying islands. You could have bought Europe for $3 you million. Could, seriously! <laughs> I'm pretty sure! So, so uh... uh God yes. Damn. All right, and and, and the, the assumption he was selling kids was, you know, you would dump in the packet and you would get full-grown people, just small, yes. which is, which is like pretty much straight out of a medieval which textbook is of like reproduction. Terrifying. You're basically you you should not be able to pour in like a, I should not have control over a bunch of sentient beings that came from a packet from the mailman who's also mysteriously banging my mom. And that's not and what. That's that's, not what that's, well, hang on. on. And that's, that's the, the milkman. The mailman's only sometimes when she's freaky. Okay, okay, good to know. Now, that's not what you got, though, really. I- instead, you would dump your second packet in, and something else would instantly appear, and they were little bug-looking things. Uh, sure, they were small, but they weren't sea monkeys. Nathan said it. They were brine shrimp. Um, brine shrimp are interesting, almost like a microscopically small breed of bottom feeder, uh, typically used for feeding fish. Now, Do when you, Brown so, Hut, so would you feed your sea monkeys to your invisible goldfish? Were these were these kelp? Yeah. Were you gonna have a whale come through your fish tank and just be really happy? <laughs> and when Brown Hut saw them um, swimming around in a tank, he did a little research and realized they were the perfect toy pet. Um, because think about it: how many animals can you ship off in a box and then just let children bring to life? Tardigrades. There you go. <laughs> the answer is two if you include tardigrades. Uh, in fact, aside from the likes of, I don't know, an ant farm, I would assume it's a pretty unique deal, right? Yeah. 
Sure. So, yes, you are making life in this three-step process. I uh, mean, see, Brian I mean, Shrimp... That's, that's one more step that I've been told it took. I had Brian sex Shrimp. with my wife. I made life. I don't know. Fuck. I mean, y'all, y'all that's fair. included too many steps. That's okay. fair. Life Wait. is pretty short Hold steps. On. Hold on. Let's let's not be too misogynistic here. You've had one step in this process, and your wife had two. Yeah. I stand by it. Brian Shrimp are... She's not a listener. <laughs> are unique in that they've adapted to handle droughts very well, much like a, a proto-Californian that will emerge in the next hundred years. <laughs> Master Blaster will see monkey town now. The brine shrimp can lay eggs that are super resilient and can lay dormant for ages until they see water again, uh, in which case they will instantly hatch and come back to life. Interesting. It's so- kind of like, you know, cryostasis or any other easy-ass plot device from sci-fi. I mean, it also kind okay. What the fuck? So you're, you, you're telling me that with these rising sea levels and this dystopian water animal, that uh-huh. Terminator was wrong, and when global warming kills us all, it's going to be Sea Monkey Planet. Yes, it will be Sea Monkey Planet. So Waterworld, Kevin Costner should have had gills. He, he should have looked like a giant shrimp man. <laughs> Lazy. That lays eggs. I'm not convinced that Kevin Costner does not lay eggs. I've, I've <laughs> deleted scenes of draft day. There's some weird shit going on there. And to better explain that process, you got to understand there's a little smoke and mirrors going there. Uh, because oh, aside they don't from the, say. there's some there's some <laughs> chuck and jive in the pets being sold to me on the pages of Archie and Jughead. Like here, why don't I why don't I just read you one of these ads? Seems good. All right. <clears throat> Enter the world of amazing live sea monkeys. Okay, the a... fact that you have to say live worries me. The fact that you're having to clarify that these are alive worries me. Own a bowl full of happiness. That's... Instant pets. <laughs> I mean, it is the 50s, not the 70s, so own a bowl full of happiness probably didn't mean as much back then. And that's something it's, very different. It's cereal where you play God. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> Just add water, that's all. In one second, bullshit. your amazing... <laughs> bullshit, there's you two packets. You water and then you had the water purifier packet. They're liars. In one second, your amazing sea monkeys actually come to life. Now simply grow them and enjoy the most adorable pets ever to bring smiles, laughter, and fun into your home. Get out of here, dogs and cats. I was about to say, the microscopic <laughs> bottom feeder of the seas. That's what you want to cuddle up with. There are no dogs, just add water. There are no dogs like that. No. No, 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 no. (laughs) So eager to please. They can even be trained to perform tricks. This is like shrimp hookers? This is very much mail-order shrimp brides. Yeah. This is very mail-order shrimp brides right now. Oh, yeah. Always clowning around. These frolicsome pets swim, stunt. Stunt? What the fuck? Stunt? The evil Knievel experience, one of them just jumping a thing over Snake River Gorge? What the fuck? (sighs) Brittany, (laughs) Brittany has just informed me she had sea monkeys as a child, and (laughs) two of them cannibalized another one. How the fuck? Is that stunt? Is that how stunt? Stunt? That is the stunt. Is that a trick? They walking dead each other. (laughs) Because they are so full of tricks, you'll never tire of watching them. And raising sea monkeys is so easy, even a six-year-old can do it without help. (laughs) Five-year-olds, you can't pour shit into water. Six-year-olds, all aboard. 
<laughs> sea monkeys eat very little, and they keep their water so clean they require only a minimal amount of care, even though they love your attention. No, they don't. No, they don't. No, they don't. They don't. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Anyone who enjoys the company of pets will adore sea monkeys. And best of all, we even show you how to teach them to obey your commands and oh do God. tricks like a pack of friendly trained seals. What the it's fuck? Alarmingly specific and coke fueled. <laughs> what a way. Alarmingly? One, how many packs of trained seals are they seeing on a I day? just can't imagine all of the six year olds staring at these little dots moving around going, it's clapping, it's really clapping. <laughs> That's really the grift of this is it's almost like I, I think the invisible goldfish is more is like less of a con than this. Like, like, honest to God, the invisible goldfish is less of a fucking just straight up lie. This is just balls to the wall. I can say whatever I want. It's the 50s. Go fuck yourself. These, these things listen to you about as well as the pet rock. I mean, honest to God. What a way to surprise all of your friends is the final line of that brilliant ad. Oh, they'll oh, be God. surprised. They'll be very surprised. They'll be very surprised. Why Why did you bring me here for this? I'm shocked that you wasted my time. Wait, is, that, is that a bunch of semen floating in a, in a jar? What is that? What, what do you mean they're... They did a backflip? Okay. Johnny's gone insane. <laughs> but yeah, that, that three-step process isn't what it sounds like. See, your first packet is supposed to be the water purifier, but it's actually the eggs. That 24-hour period is giving them just enough time to get a little bit bigger. And the second packet, it's just blue dye. It just coats them a little bit, and then you can kind of see them, because they're normally small and hard to see. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh. It's just dousing. It's it's literally just like throwing spray paint or throwing mud on the predator, and now we can this, outline him. This at least <laughs> explains why kids inevitably throwing the packets in at the same time did not always kill these. That does make actually a lot of sense now. Goddamn it! Also, now, the if you think that they had water purifier in the fifties, I I call bullshit. There's no Britain. No, mm -mm, mm -mm. <laughs> if you think that Here. right there was the biggest twist of this episode, strap in. Oh dear. Here. Here, here's these little monkey babies. Bleach them to death and they'll come alive. <laughs> <laughs> now, most of these things wouldn't live very long, if at all. So, Harold starts getting in touch with a brine shrimp expert. Nice. That's a thing? Holy <laughs> shit. That That's a man who's definitely had sex. Here's my card. <laughs> to selectively breed the ultimate sea monkey. Stop, stop. Stop, stop, stop. Is this like a reality show on CBS? How the, <laughs> the ultimate sea monkey. How, he did the obstacle course. How, how can you tell? How can you tell? How are you selectively breeding microscopic organisms in the 50s? What are they doing? Brine shrimp that were intended to live up to the commercial sex success that he'd been rolling in. Yeah, I don't know if the success has been explained yet, by the way, but these things sold literally billions of sea monkeys. I... Wait, are we counting, like, by sea monkey or by... Nope, by packet. Okay. By packet. Okay, that's a whole hey, different animal. Hey, guys, does this episode make you lose your faith in humanity? Well, come on over to Mark's Madness, where we explain why this kind of shit was allowed to happen. <laughs> TV shows, fan websites, video games. Oh. Sea monkeys were an American cultural phenomenon for decades. I mean, like, an astronaut took 400 of these things into space once. Uh, excuse me? 
Yep, that happened. He was that passionate about sea monkeys. Uh, and like tardigrades, I'm assuming they lived. Now, here's here's the problem. As you say, an astronaut, and uh, I knew we were watching uh, First Man this weekend. Uh, uh, we were we went to the theater to see that. Now, uh, what they didn't tell you is it was Neil Armstrong. It was he, <laughs> it was Neil, guys. He was on this the This mo- is one small step for man. <laughs> That whole thing is edited. That's how you can tell. The people that say he faked the moon landing, it's like, well, no, because you can't see the sea monkey packet in the background. If that was, that's on a soundstage. Those sea monkeys would have sprouted right up and become uh, sea monsters. Yeah. So he, he's selectively breeding these things, um, by the way, to live longer and require less food and get bigger and I'm assuming become more pink and anthropomorphic. So basically the kind of selective breeding we've done in America in the last 30 years, give or take. Yes, yeah. Exact same um, selective breeding. Except the need less food part, we definitely need more food. But yeah, and, and sea monkeys, it didn't really matter to a lot of these people whether or not they actually worked. I mean, despite their concept as being a, a big fat scam, there were still parents that would buy these for their kids when they themselves grew up with sea monkeys of their own. Well, yeah, because once you get grifted, the whole thing is to grift somebody else it's, so you feel less like an idiot. It's one of those it's one of those rite of passage things, like the parents see the kid reaching for the light sock, and they're like, yeah, you just stick your finger right yeah. in there. I'm going to have you... Hey, you know what crippling disappointment is? Well, get ready. I'm going <laughs> to tell you that you're going to create an army of trained sea lions that'll do your commands, and then you're going to pour sea shrimp <laughs> eggs into a pile and put blue dye on them, like the worst <laughs> Easter egg hunt ever. I did, oh, I did this on the, accident with my kid. I was like, here, watch the original Power Rangers. And then I watched like two episodes. I was like, no, don't watch no, that anymore. No, don't watch. Oh, God, no. <laughs> Kill your darlings. Jesus. It's so... And, and like, by the way, there were like DLC packs for, for sea monkeys where you could buy like uh, Cupid's Arrow, which was a packet of food that supposedly made him fuck more. Oh, um, okay. All right. So that was cool. So the I don't even remember what, what the other ones were because that was obviously shrimp. the coolest. Wait, I would have... I would have taken out all the baby boomer parents that are like, you can't tell kids about gay people because they'll learn about sex and ask them about the Cupid's arrow sea monkey fuck fluid. (laughs) (laughs) And this was not Brown Hunt's only run in with success, obviously. I mean, the dude's product. No, why? You can't stop a man once he's found a way to sell brine (laughs) shrimp to America for a billion (laughs) dollars. That man, products are- at that point, he just wants to know how far he can push it. He needs to sell a jump to conclusions map. Oh they my! Have different conclusions. God. You know what's for just you know what's, another? You know what's cool? It's not a million brine shrimp. It's a billion brine shrimp. Let's go. For, for just another dollar, you could buy X-ray specs. Here's a here's an ad for them. Scientific optical principle really works. Imagine you put on the X-ray specs and hold your hand in front of you. You seem to be able to look right through the flesh and see the bones underneath. Stop. Look at your friend. No. All, look- no, stop it. Let's just do the real ad. Because the real ad is, hey, horny boys, do you want to see naked girls? Buy my glasses, please. It can't seem to, it cannot seem to make up its mind because it says, look at your hand. You'll see the bones. Look at your friend. Look at their body underneath their clothes. Are you looking at their body or their skeleton? Make up your fucking say, is mind. Is skeletons? How, do they have selective gradients of x-ray? It is so explicit. Look at your naked friend. Yes, please look at your naked. Look at Johnny. Look at that look, dick. Look at them nipples. Look at that dick. <laughs> and and my favorite line, just like the last ad, loads of laughs and fun at parties. Hey, hey, Toby, can you fucking <laughs> knock it off with the sex offender glasses? 
They don't fucking work, and we don't like you pretending that they work. <laughs> Me too hit the brown hunt industries hard. <laughs> hard. No, Toby, we don't want to see your fucking sea monkeys either. Stop. <laughs> what do you, you see? You're a grown if, man. What do you see if you look at the sea monkeys with x-ray specs? I'm, conf- I'm confused. Just lies. Just lies and hope. Brown Hut also made the rounds with something that I personally don't remember, like, from pop culture, but it was this uh, little toy gun that fired a spring-loaded metal whip. Uh, what now? <laughs> wait, 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 what? A toy gun that basically shoots out a, like, like it, it basically whips off this, like, little metal string, and it fucking hurts if it hits you. So you it's have short the range, Indiana obviously, Jones but. gun. Yeah, if I mean, is this, is this like Nerf Indiana Jones or like Nerf he, slave labor? He made like the Castlevania Simon Belmont whip gun, <laughs> like a metal whip. Now, um, this one got some press after Burt Reynolds used it in a spy movie. Oh, uh, oh my God. What? Burt all right, Reynolds, Burt Reynolds. You're talking about the x-ray specs, right? When Burt Reynolds put on his x-ray specs. <laughs> usually, usually it's the CIA like, yeah, we'll give you like a free jet plane if you make, if you make all the armies the good guys but this was like Burt Reynolds hey why don't you sell my product to throw you three million dollars in a comic book (laughs) Burt what do you say to a pile of blow the size of your bank the size of (laughs) he just dies it like Scrooge McDuck I want to know what fucking movie this was where he didn't That's have a real a gun but part. had a metal whip gun. I remember that gun. part of Smokey and the Bandit where Burt whips out the fucking whip gun and just pistol whips Faye Dunaway. What they, the fuck? They don't tell you, but it's the Longest Yard remake. That yeah, oh, no. And it was expensive, too. This one was 60 bucks. Holy oh, shit! God. That's like an Oldsmobile! Bear in mind, of fuck. course... Of course, we're getting into, like, early 80s at this rate. I stand by it! (laughs) Even still, it's a lot of fucking money. Um, But what's interesting about this is that in the late 1980s, um, a gentleman named Richard Butler uh, was in charge of a group called the Aryan Nations. Oh! Oh, no, whoa, no, whoa, no, how the fuck are sea monkeys no. getting involved in did this, this? Did this guy sell sea monkeys and then donate the Holodomor Museum to Reagan? Oh, what the fuck was God. this? Well, with every pamphlet he gave, uh, every pamphlet, you know, he would give to, to new and interested members, there was also a special coupon for that little gun that Brown Hut made. Oh, <laughs> oh no. my God. Uh, and uh, people would be like, hey, what's the deal with that? And Butler would be like, yeah, um, this guy's my best friend, and uh, every every one of these that gets sold, 40% of the money goes to my legal defense. Oh. My. God. And if you think that's where the money ends, uh, it was actually near and around the early 2000s uh, that the story started breaking out that what? the sea monkey money... <laughs> Was sea going in. What was the sea monkey going, money funding? What Iran Contra bullshit is the sea monkeys funding? Was going to Aryan nations and the KKK. Oh, oh god damn it! It was David Duke. Christ. Sea monkeys are David, David Duke. Duke. God damn. Brown had actually used a lot of his money to buy firearms for the Ohio branch of the KKK. Hold on one second. Hold on one moment. Hold on. Just a quick question. The Aryan yeah. nation. Are they fond of Jewish people? No, Nathan, it's funny you ask that. It's interesting, because one of the things you brought... You brought up three facts about this man. He's from New York. His name's Brown Hut. Uh, He bought Stanley a pile of cocaine, and then he's Jewish, and he's supporting a lot of weird hate groups. Nathan, Nathan, I, I love you. 
Something tells me the Aryan nation doesn't care about the sea monkey, aha. Okay, I'm just just trying to figure this out. Aha, you guys are hypocrites. Oh no, we can't be racist anymore. Take back our sea monkey guns. I'm just trying to figure out how this guy's best friend, how how, a like, like, Mort from Family Guy is best friends with with the, yeah, with Hitler. What what the fuck? Wait, wait, wait. Rubber band gun Hitler. Oh my God. (laughs) For the better part of the past, like, five decades at this rate, um, he had changed his middle name uh, to Vaughn, so he was uh, Harold Von Braunhut. So he changed clearly the most Jewish part of his name, which was Nathan. (laughs) Wow. Whoa, what a that, difference a middle name makes. Oh Holy shit. God. Yeah. You go um, from Jew to Jew hunter. Yeah, I mean, he, <laughs> you could have you could have been like an SS officer with Von Braun. Oh my god. Von, Von Braun's Braun shirt is all about it. The only way he can get work. I I, I swear to god, Joseph Gable just ejaculated. Oh my god. He was a he was a regular at the annual uh, Aryan Nations World Congress, uh, where he sometimes was given the honor of lighting the cross. Oh, of um, course. Whoa, yes, the good honor. Did he? Oh, uh, tell me, he lo- lit it with like a, a comical gun lighter or something. Just something. <laughs> he had his wacky. whip gun and he would fire it onto a match paper. And, this is um, very good that I've been drinking beer because I'm not an angry drunk and I'm really angry if I'm sober right now. Oh, just the whole thing. Brownhut actually was running in uh, anonymously his own uh, anti-Zionist newsletter, so he and Henry Ford have something in common. That was nice. Oh, good, good, yeah, yes. A also, former, also yeah, love also, taking yeah. anti-Zionism advice from the Jewish man. Yeah, let's let's not conflate the anti-Zionism with anti-Semitism. Not even a little bit. Palestinians Fair. are Semites. Damn it. A former business associate said that von Brownhut had once told him, "quote." Hitler wasn't a bad guy. He just got bad press. Oh, oh dear it. Lord. Hitler, Hitler, Hitler was really a nice engineer who was just trying to save his Holy country. Holy fuck. Oh. That smear campaign was aggressive. Oh, my. They Kavanaugh'd Hitler so bad, guys. Those stupid Jews, they, they oh, smeared Hitler. They, oh, they Kavanaugh'd him so bad. Brownhut was confronted about all of this information, like I said, around the early 2000s. Uh, first, there was a uh, Washington Post article and an L.A. Times article where they tried to confront him about it. And by this point, he was hard of hearing. And so they would be like, hey, uh, Mr. Uh, Von Braunhut. And he'd be like, yes, let me rave at you for three hours about sea monkeys. <laughs> I, I am pleasantly surprised that the Washington Post confronted him. I'm surprised they didn't ask him how much we should bomb the Middle East. I was to say, make him an op-ed writer. <laughs> yeah. I was like, hey, Von Braunhut, can can you tell me how the how the Judeo-Bolsheviks ruined World War II? <laughs> <laughs> also, also, do those extra specs work? Because Lisa done an accounting. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the minute, the minute he would realize what they were asking him about, he'd say, "I have nothing to be ashamed of," and would hang up the phone. Oh, uh, uh, that sounds exactly like a thing Nazis would do. That, what's sad, what's sad is that is like the Nazi version of "I want to talk to my lawyer" uh-huh. mixed with Fidel Castro. The Nazi version of Fidel Castro's history will absolve me. Just uh, like in one comment. Yeah. Um, and so first, I mean, after, obviously after that, um, both of these journalists, uh, tackled his business partners who he was going into a new deal. Like, like I mean, very deal. late. He was in his seventies at this rate. De- oh, another, another sea monkeys Two electric boogaloo. <laughs> he was going to crack another one off. Ele- um, no, and it's his, the early two thousands. Are wait, we getting like a Tamagotchi version wait, of sea monkeys? Wait, yeah. You, you said a new deal. Is this like sea monkey social security? Oh, yes. They're getting, 
<laughs> they're getting major healthcare reform, national parks. Oh um, my god. And and his partners said, Oh, that doesn't sound like Harold. He's such a nice guy. And so the journalists were like, Yeah, but it's really credible and there's like a lot of a lot of people that say he's really anti Semitic and they're like, Okay, fine, fine, fine. We'll talk to him. We'll go see what this is about. Don't worry. So they get back to him a few days later, and they're like, good news. We talked to Harold. He totally denies it. End of story. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, guys, guys. The actual Nazi. Yeah. Now I believe this is the Washington Post. That's exactly, yeah. (laughs) And those guys that went to him were were Bernstein, Woodward. (laughs) They they Jonathan Chait said he gave me a sweet high five. And and to to Brown Hut's credit, the only people that are allegating this thus far are Klansmen and the heads of Aryan Nation saying that he's their bud and giving them a lot of money. So Maybe the they're making option, it up. So they're so 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 you're right. This is an intricate smear campaign by the by the Aryans to take down the sea monkeys guy. That's because definitely he's Jewish. a target of opportunity for them. Because he's Jewish, so they slander him to make him seem like the ultimate Uncle Tom. See, Even though it kind of makes sense. I was about kind of makes this sense some- until until you run into the VHS tape of uh, Brown Hut screaming in front of a burning cross ahead of two Klansmen, uh, yelling about the superiority of the white race. Yeah, then it's a little incriminating. <laughs> Whoops. Please tell me he had, like, a packet of sea monkeys in one hand while he was doing it. Just <laughs> He was just sprinkling them over new initiates, <laughs> splashing them with water. Oh, God. Sea monkey facial. So, um, Oh, God. Yeah, so all this press breaks, and naturally, uh, within about four years of all of his business deals falling apart, uh, he falls down in his house and dies, and the world is better off without him. <laughs> yeah, Basically God. how all Nazis are going to die, just falling yeah. in old age. Because, I mean, he was like two years from the brow- proud sea monkey owner boys, oh. so I'm, I'm glad he hit the stairs. <laughs> Why? So, so really, guys, this is the new one. If you want to own the libs, uh, we're doing the sea monkey sea challenge. Monkeys. It's sea monkeys. It's- and straws. It's and uh, what is it? Diapers. Now we're we doing diapers. It's, it's 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 wearing diapers, soiling them over a green walking light, yes. doing the OK yes. sign, yes. and sea monkeys. Yes, and do not carry your child. God damn it. Do not. Never. Never. God no. Can you imagine the emasculation, Nathan? We oh, have. And, we are dating this podcast very hard with. A, and, we are making Twitter meme references and, as they're happening. And if you put a sauce packet on your cheeseburger that has soy as an ingredient, you're just you're dead. Uh, you're dead to them. God. God damn you! You emasculated soy boys. All right, so. Yeah, uh, Sea Monkeys funded the KKK. Uh, everything's terrible. Nothing is sacred. Why it's do you broken. keep doing these kinds now? This, this is, is like you're this is like you ruin everything with a KKK thing. Yeah, it's all busted. It's all white supremacy up and down. <laughs> God damn it. This has been the Cock and Bull Podcast. We hope you enjoy listening to it as much as we enjoy making it. You can uh, leave a review uh, on iTunes. That's always appreciated. Uh, we will read them out loud. I have not checked if there is one. We will read it next week. Um. You can send us a topic suggestion via Twitter at Cock and Bull Pod or on our Facebook page. You can send us a message there. You should also um, thank Driffles Pony Club. We got to thank Driffles Pony Club, as always, for letting us use their banger. There were Buffalo on the Ark off the album Cholera. And uh, you know what? We hope you see us next week. <laughs>